Are you tired of sitting at home yet? I, I certainly am. I'm not home right now. I am actually at the studios, uh, the podcast studios of the Tampa Bay Technology Center in Clearwater. I am the only one here. Yes, I have a key to the door um, because we're closed at the Tampa Bay Technology Center, except we are doing our meetings online. Isn't that kind of exciting? That's kind of exciting. Uh, and uh, we have a podcasting meeting coming up tomorrow night, which is Friday night, the 27th. And it, it's all online. And if you would like to attend, it's free. It's absolutely free. If you send me an email, I will send you the link. We have Dr. Carrie Cott is going to be our guest talking about her podcast. I'll be doing updates on all kinds of new stuff about podcasting, new microphones, that kind of thing. Old microphones that we used to love, they're now gone. And <clears throat> all of that. So uh, email me at michael.cross. That's michael.crose at gmail.com. Say, want to go to the class? And it's uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time. And if you send me the the your email or you email me and say you want to come, I will send you a link and you just click it. It's absolutely free. If you've got a webcam, you can be on there right there with us. If you don't have a webcam, you can just go in audio only and, and listen to it and, and watch it. Uh, but uh, you'll see me, you'll see Dr. Carrie Cott and whoever else shows up. So I am hoping that you will come. So uh, email me at michael.cross at gmail.com and uh, be there or be square, as they say. Now, back to the Ask the Garden Geek show. That's right. Did I say that this was Ask the Garden Geek? It is Ask the Garden Geek. And uh, I am the founder and uh, chief geek, chief, chief operating geek. If I'm going to steal from Scott Smith, let me do it correctly. Okay, let's just try that. I'm going to do my Scott Smith steel job right here. By the way, Scott Smith is uh, go to motivationtomove.com and you will find him in his delightful podcast uh, called The Daily Boost or just go to The Daily Boost uh, and get that every day, five days a week, anywhere you get podcasts. But the way he starts off his show, he goes, hey, how are you? Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek with me, Michael Kroos. I am the founder and chief operating geek right here at Ask the Garden Geek. Yeah, that's what Scott does on his show. And I, I, I'm, I'm stealing it, but I'm giving him credit, so I'm not stealing it. I'm borrowing it, something or other. Anyway, uh, what you doing in all this uh, nonsense of staying at home? Well, it's not nonsense. It's you know, so what we have to do to protect ourselves and to protect everybody that we love. Got to protect the babies. Got to protect the old people like me because I'm an old person. I just had a birthday, and, and I'm old. I mean, I am, like, really, really, really old. I am a senior citizen. As they go, yes, I know, I sound young. I've been blessed with good pipes, but uh, I am old. And so we got to protect all those old people and all the young people. got to protect everybody. So we're all staying home. So I've been trying to do projects in the garden, except my ex-wife has lost I thought she had my really good rake, my stainless steel rake. And now I went to her house and, you know, she's always oh, over there. Uh, we want uh, it nowhere to be found. So that means I got to buy a new rake. But there's other things that I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of trimming back and stuff like that. And I made the decision 
that I haven't done this in such a long time, and now would be a wonderful time to do it. I'm going to start another compost pile. That's right. I'm going to start another compost pile. But you're saying, but Michael, how do you do that? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. All right? How to make a compost pile. Now, there's all kinds of fancy ways you can do this. I remember when I lived in Tarpon Springs, I had this fancy-dancy thing that you would roll. It was made of plastic, and you would roll it. You could put your stuff in there, and every so once in a while, you just turn it, and it would make your compost. It was black plastic, and the sun would beat down on it. It would make compost really, really fast, and I liked it. I spent a lot of money on that thing. I forget what I paid for it, but I remember in the 80s when I had it, it was a lot of money. And here's what really made me mad about the whole thing. It lasted one season, and then the next season, uh, it just kind of split. It just kind of, like, broke apart. The the plastic just, you know, it wasn't ULV-protected plastic, obviously. And I forget what I paid for it, but it was a lot of money. So I went back to the way I originally learned how to make a compost pile. And I was taught this by Garth Craig, my old North Carolina farmer, who I worked with in 1972. And he'd say, Michael, you need to set up a compost. Because I went to his house. I saw his compost. I do it the same way he does. You, By the way, you can still go and you can buy three-sided plastic compost fencing that you can, you know, make or even four-sided compost boards that are made out of, you know, some kind of plastic material that you can put in to, con- you know, contain all of that. Uh, I don't. I-, I just simply don't. What I do, uh, and I do this totally different, is I do it the old way I learned, with chicken wire. I just take chicken wire, this is what I do, and I make a little three-sided uh, area. Mine is usually about, I don't know, five foot by five foot square. But I leave the front of it open so I have easy access to it. And then from there, you have to lay down a layer. You, uh, you got to start layering your compost. And you here's what you do. You're starting out on dirt. That's the other people. I don't know why they do this, but they, you know, they, they want to lay black plastic or something down at the bottom to start their compost. No! Just do it right on the dirt. This is how I learned how to do it from Mr. Craig. And it works wonderfully. So I start with that, and then from there, I lay down uh, a layer of, of carbon is what you really want. You want to lay down a layer of carbon, and you're saying, what's carbon? Well, there's a lot of stuff, wood chips, pellets, uh, wood ash. If you've got like a fireplace and you've got some ash, you can put that down, uh, straw, hay, anything like that, shrub prunings. Uh, shredded paper. I'm not a big one for shredded paper because I don't know about the ink that they use. And you never want to use shredded paper that has color ink. Whatever you do, don't use that. But I have I have used newspaper before. My local newspaper <clears throat> years ago switched to a soy-based ink. Before that, they were using a chemical ink. So anytime that they're not using, you know, color photographs, I will take that paper and I will do that. As a matter of fact, what I usually do first is I will lay down a layer or two or three layers of newspaper to have as my base right there. And then I make, you know, so I put that down, and then I'll add wood chips or, 
you know, leaves, uh, you know, that type of stuff. I, I will do that. I will even lay down some grass clippings a, at that time if you do that. Uh, here's something that is kind of important, though, if you're going to use grass clippings. And I, I look at this as being really important. Make sure that you have not had or used any herbicides on your grass at the beginning. And also, if you're like me, you don't use chemicals on your lawn anymore. I, I just don't use chemicals on my lawn as far as insecticides. I use natural insecticides. But if you spread out some granular insecticide, I, I wouldn't use the grass clippings until several weeks You know, after that, after you put this down and you've mowed and you've got grass clippings, then you can use it. I can use grass clippings at any time. Uh, but I lay down about, I don't know, three to four inch layer of grass clippings and leaves and all that good type of stuff. I, I put that down. That is actually a nitrogen. All right. You know what else? Tea leaves works. Uh, table scraps. Uh, but you got to be careful on the table scraps. I used to eat a lot of bananas. So banana peels were fine with me uh, and things like that. But uh, no meat. Whatever you do, do not put any meat or chicken, anything like that in there. I like things that have grown in the ground of some kind. So this is all a nitrogen layer. Then you follow that up with another carbon layer, woody prunings that are slow to break down, you know, things like that. Uh, you, can, you can put that down as a layer on top of that. Now, here's what I do after that, and I learned this from Mr. Craig. He said, go find any fertilizer you got and take a, you know, a big handful of it and spread it over the top of your third layer. You know, you're starting out with carbon layer, then you're starting out with a nitrogen, and then you're going to a nitrogen, and then you're going back to a carbon. Then just throw any kind of fertilizer you got, just throw it out, except a weed and feed, you know, a fertilizer, just throw some out there and, and do that. Now, what I have been known to do in the past is I will then put a tarp over it so the sun can bake it. And I let the sun bake it for about a week to 10 days or whatever I get out there. And then I go out there with a pitchfork. You can do this without a pitchfork. I just never have. I've always had a pitchfork. I think everyone in America should have a pitchfork. I don't know why, but I've always had a pitchfork. So I take the pitchfork out there. But if you don't have a pitchfork, you can take a shovel. Shovel will work. And you just go out there and you just shovel through it or pitchfork through it, turn it over. Just turn it over, turn it over, turn it over at this time, okay? And that's another time, just me. I, there's no rules about this, but there's me. I'll just grab a handful of fertilizer and throw it over the top then. Then I lay down <clears throat> at that stage of the game. You can then lay down a layer of either nitrogen or carbon, whatever makes your heart sing. You know, you can you can put, uh, you know, just any kind of table scraps that you have that are not meat. You know, uh, you know, lettuce, leftover salad, leftover anything like that. You can throw that down there. Uh, you can uh, you know, just green leaves of any kind that you've got. You know, all of that. You can also add some more grass clippings. I, I go easy on the grass clippings, though. But you can put grass clippings down. And then on top of that, 
you want to add uh, another layer of carbon, okay? And the carbon are, 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 go, are once again, uh, woody things that are hard to break down, that type of stuff. If you've got sawdust, if you're somebody who has a shop and you have sawdust and you got a bunch of it, that's excellent to throw down. I like throwing sawdust down. And uh, I have a friend who's a cabinet maker, and he's got the most – he's really into gardening. And he's got the most wonderful compost pile in his backyard. And he uses a lot of sawdust in there. But you got to add to that. you got to add a nitrogen on top of that. So in other words, you want to go your next three layers again, throw the tarp over it, add water. Through this whole thing, you got to constantly be adding water. But do not let it get too wet. It has to be able to get air into it. But, you know, add some water. Add some, you know, a little bit of fertilizer now and then. Just throw it out there. Um, and they say not to use milorganite. I've always used milorganite. I've always thrown milorganite on there. But they say not to use it. Who they are, I have no idea. And here's what's going to happen. Okay, by the way, eggshells, you can put those out there. I crush them up before I put. Uh, carbon, you know, dryer lint. I have been known to use a lot of dryer lint. Uh, so anyway, you get all this stuff mixed together. Constantly, about every week or so, go out there and turn it. Just reach down and turn it, turn it. What you're going to start noticing is that it just changes on you. It goes from all that stuff that you've put in there uh, into something totally and completely different. It looks like a thick, rich, black soil. And you've got all this wonderful compost. And, the, you know, the more you compost, the more you have. The more you put into it, the more you get. And it is you can use it for starting plants. You can use it. Uh, you know what I did? The house in Tarpon Springs, the front yard, never grew well. It just never, never grew well. And I had a very large compost pile in the back. And I was using the compost for start, you know, to, to do starter plants with. I was putting it all in pots and doing starter plants with it. But then I didn't. I stopped doing the starter plants. I just stopped. But I had all of this compost. I took all of that compost and I put it in a fertilizer spreader, and I started spreading it all over my front yard. And I, I used up my entire compost pile, which was a big compost pile, all over my front yard. And then I added fertilizer on top of that. And I'm going to tell you something. For years, that lawn just looked wonderful. Why? Because we were working on the soil with the compost. So it is just a, a wonderful thing to do. I highly recommend it. And this is a great time of year as we're in spring to start that. So stay home, be safe, enjoy life, and go out and come.